Shalom to all. Today's office is Kedushin Mem Hey, and we are starting about the ninth line with the word Itmar. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basib, Yaakov, Moshe, her Neshama should have an Uliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Chmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Neshama should have an Uliyah. Now we are discussing Ketan who accepted Kedushin Shalomi Dasavia without her father's knowledge or consent. And both Rav and Shmuel agreed that she needs a get from this fellow, and she also needs to do Mion. Now let's review two terms, Mion and Mimer. What's Mion? So if a Ketan doesn't have a father, her mother and brother are allowed to marry her off. However, it's only Drabanon, and therefore she's allowed to leave this marriage as long as she's still a Ketano by doing Mion, simply walking out. And Mimer, as we've discussed previously, is Kiddushin with the Yavama. Ruvian dies without children, his wife falls to Yibam to his brother Shimon. This is called Zika, she is bound to the Yavam, and Midai Raisa, Yibam is accomplished only through Bia. However, if the Yavam is Makadesh her, that's called Mimer, and it does accomplish something. So the Gemara says Itmar was stated, and again, this is referring to a case of a Ketan accepting Kiddushin, Shalayla Dasavia, Meslat Ars Dive, Nafalfne Echavl Yibam, and now she falls to his brothers to Yibam. So Amrav Hunamarav, or Hunasiz Bashem Rav, she has to do Mion to his Mimer, but she does not have to do Mion just to the simple Zika. And we further explain this. Ketzad, what's this talking about? Asaba Mimer. Let's say the Yibam did Mimer. So Tzricha Get, Utzricha Chalitza, Utzricha Mion. She would require a get from him and Chalitza from him, and she would have to do Mion. Why is that? Tzricha Get, she needs a get, because maybe the father wanted the second brother's Kiddushin, and in order to sever that bond, she would need a get. Tzricha Chalitza, she would need Chalitza from him, maybe the father wanted the first brother's Kiddushin, and that would mean that the surviving brother would have to do chalitza to sever the bond. And Tzricha Mion, she needs Mion, maybe the father didn't want either Kiddushin, not of the first brother or the second brother. And if she doesn't do Mion, then people might say, in Kiddushin Tavis and Bachaisa, the Kiddushin is not going to be Tavis in her sister, meaning people might say that Shimon, the surviving brother, is not allowed to marry this girl's sister because they're going to see that she received the get and chalitza, and they're going to say, oh, it must be they were married. Her sister is also to Shimon. So that's why she would have to do Mion as well to show that there was really no marriage over here. However, less of a Mimer, Shimon did not do Mimer to her, and she only needs Chalitza, because maybe the father wanted the first brother's Kiddushin, so Chalitza would sever that bond, and there's no need for a get, because the brother did not do Mimer. And my Amrit, what are you going to say, Tibai Nami Mion, that she would have to do Mion as well, because maybe people are going to say, in Kiddushin Taifasin Bachaisa, that Kiddushin is not Taifas in her sister, that's not a problem, because everyone knows that the Isra of marrying the sister of a Chalitza is only Drabanon, and therefore there's no need to do Mion in this case. And where do we see this? Dom Rishlakish, Rishlakish said, Kanshan Rebbe, over here Rebbe taught, not over here in our Gemara, but over here is referring to a mission of Maseches Yavamis, Achaz Grusha Midai Raisa. The Isra of marrying the sister of a woman whom he divorced is the Isra Dai Raisa, whereas Achaz Chalutza Midai Saifrim, the Isra of marrying a sister of a woman whom he did Chalitza to is only Asr Drabanon. And now onto similar cases. Hanubi Trey, there was two fellows, the Havakashasu Chamra, Tusei Tsifi Bebavel, they're drinking wine together underneath a Tsifi in Bavel. And Tsifi is either a type of Arava, a type of willow tree, or some sort of mats that were placed as an overhang in the Roshasarabim that provided shade to people that were there. And what happened? Shakal Chadminai Okasa the Chamra, one of them took his cup of wine, he gave it to his friend, and Omar, he told him, your daughter to my son. And Omar Vina, Vina commented on this case, even in the standard case of a Ketan accepting Kiddushin without her father, that we do have to be chayshish that maybe the father wants that Kiddushin. Over here, it's different. We don't say that maybe the son wanted his father to accept Kiddushin for him. And that's because there's a chief difference between a son and a daughter. A father is willing to marry his daughter off to just about anyone who would agree to marry her. As we've said previously, however, a boy is much more careful. He wants to check into it. He's not so sure. Does he want to marry? Does he not want to marry her? And the father doesn't have the right to marry his son off without his son's consent. So we don't even have to be chashed over here that the son was masked him to this. However, maybe the son made his father a shliach to make a girl for him. So the answer is, a person is not going to be so brazen to tell his father to be a shliach for him. That's not proper kibbutz, and therefore we don't have to be chashed for this. As the Gemara of Dilma Perhaps he confided in his 
his father, and he was just discussing this with his father. Hey, Dad, I really want to get married. You know, it would be nice if someone helped me get married. And then later on, his father accepted Kiddushim for him. So that'd be considered like his father being his shliach, and he's not over being mechotzef to his father, asking him to be a shliach. So Amrli Rav Barshimi, Rav Barshimi told him, Beferosh Amr Mar, Beferosh, Ravina said, Deloy Savar Lahad Rav Shmuel, that he does not hold of this of Rav and Shmuel, namely they were chashish that the father wants the fact that his daughter accepted Kiddushim from somebody else. And by the same token, we're not chashish in the case of the father giving Kiddushim for his son. And more cases. Who gathered those fellow the Kash Bekisha the Yarka Bashuka? He was Makashikatano with a bundle of vegetables in the shuk. And this was a cheap bundle of vegetables that didn't cost that much money. So Amr Vina Ravina said, even according to the Mada Amr, there were chashish that maybe the father does want his daughter to accept this Kiddushin. That's only if the Kiddushin was done in a Mechubadik way. But if it was done in a very degrading manner like this, then for sure we're not chashish that the father wants this Kiddushin. Now Amr Ravacham Medifti Ravina, Ravacham Medifti asked Ravina, What exactly is degrading over here? Is it that he was Makadish her with Yerek, with these cheap vegetables, or is it that he was Makadish her in public in the marketplace? And Nafkamina, the difference would be the Kash Bechaspa Bishuka, if he was Makadish her with money in the marketplace, so maybe that's not Derech Bizayin because it was with money and not with vegetables, or if he was Makadish with a bundle of vegetables in a house, so perhaps that's not Derech Bizayin because it was done in a house and not the marketplace. My, how do we understand this? So Amalei told him, Both of these things are considered a Bizayin. Using a cheap bundle of vegetables and doing it in the marketplace are both different types of degrading manners to Makadish a woman, and therefore even if we have one of them, it would still be considered Derech Bizayin. And another case, it was a fellow that said to my relatives, he was trying to convince his wife to marry their daughter off to his relatives. But she said, to her relatives. She wants to marry their daughter off to her relatives. She forced him to have a until he told her it's going to be to your relatives, which basically means she made him a sugar and nagged him to the point where he said, fine, okay, we'll marry her off to your relatives. Now, what do they do in honor of the upcoming engagement? They made a big suda. They invited all their family and friends and everyone's going to come by and afterwards, the official condition was going to take place. Now, on the Achli Vishasi, while they were eating and drinking, Asakri Veibigra, his relative came up in the attic, the Kidsha, and it was Makadishur quietly. And the question is, do we say that maybe the father wants that Kiddushin? Because really, all along, he wanted his relative to be Makadish's daughter. So Amr Abayabai says, Ksivit says in the Pasuk, Sheish Yisrael, Loi Asu Avla, that the remnant of Yisrael will not do an Avla, they won't do a sin, Loi Dabuchazav, and they won't speak falsely. Which means that once this father gave his word to his wife that they're going to marry their daughter off to her relatives, he's not going to go back on that and allow her to accept Kiddushin from his relatives. Whereas Rav Amr, he gives a different reason. We have a chazaka that a person is not going to work hard to prepare this suda and lose the whole thing because now she accepted Kiddushin from somebody else who wasn't originally intended. The Gemara asks, my benayah, what's the difference between these two understandings? The difference is, if he didn't work hard for the suda, if he worked hard and the whole day he was schlepping, going here, picking up drinks, going there, picking up cakes and cookies, calling the caterer, so he's not going to want to lose out on that suda. But if he didn't have to work hard, he was sitting in the base medjish all day while his wife took care of everything, so then he doesn't necessarily care about losing the suda, and we would have to be chayshish that he was nisratza to the fact that his relative was makadish or quietly in the attic. And now a series of cases. Niskacha Ladasavia, she accepted Kiddushin Ladasavia. Her father was maskim to it. Then her father went overseas. Then she got up and she got married to that fellow whom she accepted Kiddushin from. And this fellow is a Kayin. Amar Rav Rav says, She's allowed to eat truma until her father comes and protests. And that's because since her father agreed to the Kiddushin, we can assume that her father agreed to the Nisun as well. And it's only if he comes back and protests that he didn't want the Nisuin, do we say that it's only then she would have to stop eating truma. But up until then, of course she's allowed to eat truma. However, Ravasi and Ravasi says, she's not allowed to eat truma. Perhaps the father is going to come and protest, and it's going to turn out retroactively that a non-Kaihanes is eating truma. Now, Hava of there was actually a story like this. Rav was actually a for that which Ravasi said, that she's not allowed to eat truma because maybe her father is going to come back and protest the 
marriage. Now, Amrav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak, Umayda Rav, Rav does agree, She'im Mesa in a Yarsha, that if she dies, her husband is not going to Yarshan her. Why is that? Because Ukimayda Mechaskas Mare, her mama and her money in the Chazaka of its master, which means her father. Because remember, she's a Katana, and until her father actually physically hands her over to Chapa, she's still considered to be in the Rishis of her father, so when she passes away, her husband is not going to Yarshan her. However, again, as we said before, Rav does allow her to eat Truma, and that's because even if her father does come back and protest, we don't really have an issue. It's not like she was a non-Kohanis eating Truma, because we know that Midai Raisa, even as an Arusa, she's allowed to eat Truma. It's only Durabanan that we say, in Arusa's not allowed to eat Truma, and she has to wait till she's in Asua. That's what Rav allows her to eat Truma in this situation. However, the husband will not Yarshan his wife, because it wasn't the father himself that handed her over to Chuppah. Now, moving on to the next scenario, still dealing with the Kayin, Neskacha Ladas, Venisis Shalai Ladas. She accepted Kedushin from this fellow, Ladas her father. Her father agreed to it, but she got married, Shalai Ladas her father. Velvia Khan, and her father is right here, which means that her father knows about it. So Rav Huna Amar Huna says, Ain Eichelas, she's not allowed to eat Truma, whereas Rav Yimabar Abba Amar, Rav Yimabar Abba says, Eichelas, she could eat Truma. Rav Huna Amar Huna explains, Ain Eichelas, she's not allowed to eat Truma, and that's by Afil Rav. Even according to Rav, the Amar that said in the previous case, Eichelas, that she's allowed to eat Truma, Hasam Hudalayisilav. Over there, she's allowed to eat because the father's not here at all. Aval but over here, the Iselav, the father's here, and Haida Ishtek, the fact that he was quiet and didn't say anything, tells us that Mirsach Rasach, he's really upset that his daughter got married without his consent, and that shows that he does not consent to this marriage, therefore, she's not allowed to Truma. However, Avimur Bar Abba Amar Cheles, he tells us that she is allowed to eat Truma, Afil Ravasi, even according to Ravasi, the Amar, who told us in the previous case that Enoi Cheles, she's not allowed to eat Truma, Hasam Hudashem Yavayavyavyimcha. Over there, she's not allowed to eat Truma because maybe your father's going to come back and protest the whole marriage. Avalhacha, but over here, Midashasek, from the fact that the father was quiet and he didn't say anything, is Nuches Nachale, that clearly shows that he's okay with the marriage, so she's allowed to eat Truma. And on to another scenario, again, still dealing with this Kayin. She accepted Kedushin, Shalaladas, her father, and she got married, Shalaladas, her father, and her father was there the whole time. Rifuna Amr Rifuna says, Achelas, she's allowed to eat, whereas Rabbi Amr Abba Amar, in Achelas, she's not allowed to eat. Now, Amr Ula, Ula commented, Hadar Rifuna, that which Rifuna just said, that she's allowed to eat Truma, that's like vinegar for the teeth and smoke for the eyes, meaning Rifuna doesn't make sense. Hashta now, Umahasam, the Kedushin Dai Raisa, over there in the previous case, that's Kedushin Dai Raisa, because she accepted Kedushin Ladas, her father, Amrit Loy Achla, you said she's not allowed to eat Truma, Shouldn't we for sure say over here that she's not allowed to eat Truma? Over here, she accepted Kedushin Shaloy Ladasavia. So, as of Huna is saying over here that she is allowed to eat Truma, as opposed to in the case where it was Kedushin Dairaisa, she's not allowed to eat Truma. And Menvavamraf Hantap Ula concludes, near and Divrei Talmud, it makes sense to say, like the Talmud, which is Rabirmia, who is Rav Huna's Talmud, that she's not allowed to eat Truma. However, Amarava, Rava tells us, my time is Rav Huna, what's Rav Huna's reasoning that she's allowed to eat Truma in this case? That's because she did a Misa making her like a Yusayma, making her like an orphan in the life of her father. What did she do? She accepted Kiddushin and she got married. They went through the whole process and her father was there the whole time. And by the fact that her father didn't say anything at all, that clearly makes her like a Yusayma. And we can't say that he was quiet because he was angry, like we suggested previously, because that's okay only for one stage. But she went through both stages, Kiddushin and Yisuin. And therefore we say that it is a valid marriage. And that's where Funa in this case allows her to eat Truma. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.